Eric Ashby with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you're unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com.
good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial, taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. Thanks so much for being there. iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms. Again, you can um, download the uh, apps and, of course, they are absolutely free for you to enjoy not just our program but other again programs including our podcast because our podcast is everywhere anchors our home base but we're on your favorite podcasting platform search inside new orleans show with eric asher you'll find it fairly easily nash fm 1061.com eric asher.com on the world wide web and of course don't forget about our social media platforms at eric underscore asher on twitter eric asher on facebook inside new orleans show on instagram uh, tomorrow is Thursday, moving uh, rather quickly through this week, thankfully, right? Uh, and, of course, that means another edition of the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Uh, it'll be Doug Mouton, sports director over at uh, WWL Channel 4 Television. Uh, he will join us tomorrow at 1 o'clock with our live broadcast on WLAE-TV. Uh, it's live streaming on the WLAE-TV YouTube page. And then come the rebroadcast, 6 p.m. on WLAE-TV. 10 o'clock on the Deuce, that's WLATV2. Every Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television. Every Friday um, a night at 10 o'clock on WLATV. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on the Deuce. Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Always on our social media platforms. Always on the WLATV YouTube page. And always at ericasher.com. Today's program is brought to you by our good friends at the Katie's Family of Restaurants. Uh, get out there and enjoy a great meal at one of the Katie's family of restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City, world-renowned, uh, fantastic menu, rated number one neighborhood restaurant by Gamut New Orleans Magazine and the best of, on the, Scotty has seen Scotty on the best of Food Network's Diners, Drivers, and Dives. They're open seven days a week for you. Easy to find, 3701 Iberville, uh, just to uh, block off the Canal Street street car line. Plenty of parking for you. Remember, don't forget, off-street parking is available for you at Katie's. Scott has also hired uh, security uh, that's there for you. Uh, so, again, if you're maybe hesitant to go into the city, don't be hesitant. Scott's got security waiting uh, to be able to make sure, again, that you're safe. And then, of course, the, the food is fantastic. From, again, their award-winning uh, pizzas from the Brooklyn Stone-style pizza oven to their award-winning Sunday brunch uh, to lunch and dinner specials that are absolutely spectacular. Today, Mama Mary's Meatloaf on, on the menu. Tonight, Bradley Del Pivado Surf and Turf. Also, um, don't forget about great pool boys. They call them gourmet pool boys, and rightly so. Uh, New Orleans Creole Cuisine, and, of course, so much more over at Katie's. Uh, Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City. If you'd like to rent out the top floor of the restaurant for your next event, that's possible. If you'd like to have your next event and have Scott cater it for you, that is definitely possible. Uh, SCOT at katiesinmidcity.com, or to find out more, go to katiesinmidcity.com, 504 488-6582 to have uh, to go ahead and put it in for a reservation. That's Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City. That's just a restaurant. Francesca by uh, uh, Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue. Uh, again, uh, Lakeview has, um, has uh, caught on real quick on, on that particular restaurant, but now the entire city heading on over to Lakeview to try the fare of Francesca. First of all, great daily specials for you. The family meals are fantastic to feed a family a nutritious meal. Uh, don't forget about, again, New Orleans' best burgers. Uh, muffaladas are outstanding. St. Louis-style deli with St. Louis sandwiches and sodas with a New Orleans flair with all the New Orleans sandwiches and poor boys that, again, you're accustomed to. Wine and beer are also available. And, of course, you can check out more at FrancescaDeli.com. 504-266-2511 is the phone number. And, of course, it's located at 515 Harrison Avenue. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, rent out the entire restaurant for your next event. 
man, just always a good time over at Francesca by Katie's. Get over there and enjoy uh, their award-winning pizza and so much more. Uh, it's uh, Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue. And, look, I've been talking about it for a while now. It's catching on. Um, not just Harahan residents, but people from around the, um, uh, the metropolitan area are flocking to Bienvenue on Hickory. Open six days a week for you. You can guarantee your fresh Louisiana seafood, daily specials that are outstanding. Uh, again, they also, again, have contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes available on that menu for you. Um, uh, you can dine indoors, dine outdoors. You can run out the entire restaurant for your next event. They can also cater your next event. BienvenueHarahan.com is how you find out more um, about uh, Bienvenue on Harahan, including the menu, hours of operation, etc. Head on down to 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Easy to get to. And, of course, enjoy a great meal over at Bienvenue on Hickory, all part of the Katie's family of restaurants. Proud sponsor of our Wednesday show. On our program today, we're going to be a little different. Normally, I take the first segment on, on a Wednesday. My good friend Tommy Christhands talking sports with TK, Hold the Rope, and so much more. He's going to join us at 4.15, just in about two minutes from now. Uh, getting his thoughts on the on the LSU Tigers. If we have time, we'll dive into the Saints. But uh, specifically, we'll be talking about the Tigers in the first segment. Sean Rosanna, Fox State Sports, makes his uh, weekly appearance uh, at four at uh, four thirty-five, and then celebrity chef Scott Craig's in the house at five fifteen, and we'll talk Saints, LSU, Pelicans, Tulane, and uh, of course the hospitality industry as we always do on, on a Wednesday. So again, hope you guys are having a good day despite the weather, right? A little bit of a bit of rain, but better than again the oppressive heat here in this city. As long as we don't get the flooding rain, we're fine, right? And of course, uh, without further ado, why don't we head to the guest line? And uh, bring in my good friend, longtime colleague, and, and, and a guy that, again, has been in radio in this town and in Baton Rouge, uh, native New Orleanian, Holy Cross graduate, uh, played, uh, again, baseball at a high level at Holy Cross and did the same over at Southeastern University. He's Tommy Chrysan of Talking Sports with TK. Tommy, how are you, bud? Good afternoon, Eric. I'm doing just fine. Glad to be with you. Glad to have you, Tommy. Before we get started, you got your, you got your hands in all kind of stuff now. Um, why don't you talk tell the folks about the uh, the podcast and some of the other things that you are involved in, uh, and of course how to follow you on social media, which is really how I keep up with everything that's going on with you. Yeah, I'm a busy guy, but that's all right. I like being busy. Uh, got the podcast, Talking Sports with TK. It's available wherever you get your podcast. We'll be ramping things up with the football season, obviously around the corner, or basically it's here. Then, of course, I'm the host of the Hold the Rope with Skip and Cano. That's on YouTube every Tuesday night at 6 o'clock. The YouTube channel is Hold the Rope Show. Y'all go subscribe to that. And next Tuesday at 6, we'll have another dynamite show for you. Uh, MeatandPotatoesUSA.com, my website with sports consultants, helping you win money when you bet on the the ball games on college and NFL. We're we're not a gambling site. We don't take bets. It ain't nothing like that. But check out MeatandPotatoesUSA.com. You'll find out all about it and check it out frequently during the football season, college and NFL. And, of course, Ronnie Rance and I do sports shorts daily, Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays at 10 in the morning. That's Facebook and YouTube Live. i got a few other things I do, but, uh, hey, that, that's enough about me. Connect with me on social media. It's a great way to keep up. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tommy Chrysan, K-R-Y-S-A-N. And I am the oldest dude on TikTok. If you search for Talking Sports with TK, you'll find us on TikTok. I told you to do was busy, okay? I told you to do was busy. And, I, and that's not everything he's involved in. He is, he is busy, though. Uh, Tommy, everybody wants to know who's QB1 for the LSU Tigers. What's your opinion? 
Wow. We, we found out today, actually late yesterday, that we're going to know next Monday or Tuesday, hopefully. Brian Kelly said they hope he can make a decision and let everybody know come Monday or Tuesday. It's really been neck and neck between Nussmeyer and Jaden Daniels, the Arizona State transfer. And they both, you know, Nussberg has got, uh, Nussmeyer's got a stronger arm. Daniels is a little bit better with the running and the feet and getting away from traffic and heading up field. But they both bring a lot to the table. Brian Kelly said he thinks he can win SEC games with both of those guys. Unlike the two-quarterback system thing, uh, he did say he thinks both will play during the course of the season at some point in time. So I think we got to sit tight for a couple of more days and, and see what he announces on Monday or Tuesday, and he'll, he'll name a starter. That doesn't mean the other guy wouldn't get in in New Orleans in the Dome against uh, Florida State and or get in the following week at home against the Southern Jaguars. But I, I've heard both reports. I've had some people that are out there and went to the scrimmage last week that say, hey, you know, Nussmeyer, the eyeball test, he's got, he might have the advantage. And I've had other people say, you know, Daniels has got that much more experience. He put the numbers up at Arizona State in the Pac-12 against some decent competition and, you know, and all that. So it's really neck and neck, and that's not like a scapegoat answer just trying to play the top of the fence there because normally that's something I don't like to do. But And I have not been to practice. I had some knee surgery a couple of weeks ago, and I've been a little bit less mobile than normal. But uh, talking to people who are out there, the media is getting a little more exposure and chances to see more of practice and that's certainly good for the fans because the, the fans want to you know know what's going on you know it's all about the LSU Tigers Brian Kelly the new staff a lot of new players on the roster and they open the season in the Caesars Superdome in New Orleans and then they got the Jaguars of Southern University at home the week after that at Tiger Stadium so uh, LSU fans we certainly understand the excitement the anticipation and the and the what's going to happen next thing yeah, no doubt about it. And I'm hearing the same thing. There's not a lot of separation between the two. And I had a friend of mine, again, is a big fan uh, of the Tigers. We were talking earlier today, and one of the things we talked about, again, was, you know, the quarterback position. And hopefully, they have to, again, whoever's the loser in this, in this um, um, uh, fight for number one uh, doesn't transfer. And I think it would be foolish for either one of these guys, especially Nussmeyer, to consider a transfer if ultimately he's not the starter. He's one play away, <laughs> and, and of course we know in, in a very, very physical SEC, uh, especially with, you know, with Daniel's build, uh, that he may see the field. Uh, Daniel could str- Daniels could struggle if he ultimately gets the, uh, uh, the nod. And, of course, again, that, that opens up the door for Nussmeyer. So whether it's going to be Daniels or Nussmeyer, I don't think it really matters in the beginning because ultimately, okay, they're taking the, the initial snaps. But I think both guys, as Kelly has said, will play this season. And I don't think there's any reason for one or the other to abandon ship simply because they're not named QB1 out, out, coming out of the box. I would hope they don't abandon ship. And I would venture a guess that if you looked at the 14 SEC teams and maybe look around the rest of the country, I don't think there's going to be one quarterback that takes every snap of the season for any Power 5 team or any team at any level for that matter. That's just not the way it goes anymore. And for a variety of reasons, and I'm leaving injury out of there, even if you get a guy that doesn't get hurt. You know, sometimes these coaches like to get another guy ready when they can to play the what-if game. What if we got to turn to this guy down the road? And, you know, so I think that's what it's going to be. 
And I, I think that's two good guys. Walker Howard has looked very good at times, but he's expected the red shirt. If Walker Howard doesn't red shirt, then that'll mean there's been a couple of injuries ahead of him. But, it, it, you know, the LSU quarterback position is the number one sports topic in the history of Baton Rouge whether you're talking TV, radio, internet, newspaper, the old-fashioned stuff, or the current internet stuff. It's the number one topic, and that hasn't changed this year. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, strength of the offense, in your opinion, most people believe it's the wide receiver position. Um, what do you think? I think it's the wide receiver position. There's a tremendous amount of talent. A lot of and a lot, a little more depth at the wide receivers. They've always had one or two really good NFL caliber wide receivers. They got four or five of those guys this year, and then there's another one or two that are, are secretly climbing up, getting the attention of the coaches. But the key is going to be the offensive line, which is going to be with some new guys up there, a true freshman at left tackle with Will Campbell. I mean, that that's going to be the key. Can whoever the quarterback is have time? to get at the receivers, and then the running game, Noah Kane from Penn State has looked good. Won't have John Emery Jr., the Destrahan product, for the first two weeks. So, you know, you got to have all that to make the passing game work. You have a lot of good, great wide receivers, but if the quarterback doesn't have time to get them the ball and you can't run the ball and the other team knows you're going to throw it, obviously it makes it more difficult. Tommy, I agree with you about the offensive line and, of course, um, there were a lot of people that were in a little bit of a panic mode because um, uh, Kelly was cross-training these um, the offensive linemen. You know, they were trying to find out their best five. I had no issue with that. Again, I had no issue with him taking his time uh, because, again, they're just fine. They're just seeing these guys. They're, again, you know, some of them they recruited, some of them they didn't. Um, but it's getting to the point now with when you start looking at, what is it, 12 days until, until the opener? Uh, they're going to have to start to settle on some guys. Um, a lot of people believe it's going to be Campbell at left tackle, um, Frazier at at, um, um, at, um, at at guard, uh, right, left guard. I mean, it could be Emory Jones, could be Shorts. I don't know if, they, if they've settled there. Dellinger looks like he's the center. Um, Brad Bradford looks like my, he might be the guard or, 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 or tackle there. Still up in the air, Cam Wires in the mix here. Um, when do you think he's going to settle on an offensive line? I think he's going to do that next week as well, early part of the week. They got some – you know, some critical practices coming up. And as he put it, some, some final evaluation staff stuff for he and the staff to, to go through. And, I mean, again, I mean, they play, you know, Sunday night, September 4. We're not that far away. And I've always believed you got to let the kids know exactly where they're at. Mm -hmm. Okay, you're going to start left guard. You're going to start quarterback. You know, and for the ones that aren't started, it's be ready. Because you never, you better be ready if we call your name. Whenever that may be, second play of the game, second to last play of the game, you better be ready to go because we need all of you guys to win. Again, the same 11 guys aren't taking every snap all season long. I guarantee that. So uh, you've got to do that. And I, I think they'll let the players know. And the other thing is I've always said the players know. They, you know, they, they can get home and – yes look in the mirror and they know if they're the best right guard or they know if they, Hey, I'm probably right now I'm going to be a backup and I got to work a little harder and, you know, and move up the depth chart. They, they know that, but you know, you do have a new coaching staff, a lot of new players and you know, the learning curve is going to extend beyond the season opener. Okay. Mm -hmm. they, they're going to learn as they go and then make adjustments as needed. Brian Kelly's a hall of fame coach. He won at Grand Valley State. He won at Central Michigan. He won Cincinnati. He won at Notre Dame. 
I, I don't know if I can say this, but I'll say it. Just I'm going to just say it if y'all let this sink in. He won over 40 games at Notre Dame with Ian Book at quarterback. I'll leave that go. at that because I know there's a lot of Saints fans listening. But um, when you look at that and the success he had at Notre Dame, when he had four or five guys that could go, they are NFL caliber guys. Now he's got 24 or 25 of those guys on the LSU roster that can go and will be in an NFL camp at some point. So I think you just got to defer to Brian Kelly. Now, you know, if his team goes three and nine, everybody's going to be scratching their head and trying to figure out what happened. But I think this Mm -hmm. team can win eight or nine games. And, you know, schedule's tough. It's the SEC, the the whole nine yards. We all know that discussion. But uh, LSU, first four games being at home, I think is a huge plus. And two of them are paycheck games where they should be able to get a lot of guys on the field. Uh, I say home with the Superdome. I'm calling that a home game for sure. LSU because they're going to have more fans there than Florida State. And there's a tremendous amount of LSU Tiger fans in the greater New Orleans area. So I'm calling that a home game, even though it's not in Tiger Stadium. Tommy, I'm hearing really, really good things about Mason Taylor uh, at, at the tight end position. Are you hearing the same? Yeah. You know, Brian Kelly's always liked tight ends. You know, Notre Dame's got a long history of tight ends that went right on into the NFL and, and were impact-type players at the pro level. He doesn't. He has admitted he doesn't have the tight end depth that he would like to have as he goes forward. So you, you're going to see him adjust for that. But he's got a couple of guys out there. They're going to get a chance because he likes the two tight end formation. And, of course, you, rarely are you ever going to see him without a tight end. He just doesn't do that. So uh, I'm not saying it won't happen, but it, it'll, it might only be a handful of snaps per game when there's no tight end on the field for a snap. But they got some good guys there, and, you know, they're learning. They're trying to get better and, and mesh with the offense. And again, there's a, a pretty good-sized learning curve with this LSU football team. Tommy, one of the, look, I think they're set at defensive line. I, I think they've really got some great athletes at, at, at the linebacker position. Kelly seems to like his defensive backfield. The only thing I question is, you know, again, yes, there are some guys that transferred in from SEC schools, et cetera. We know, again, you've got Banks that, that, that came in from, um, uh, from uh, Ohio State. Uh, when you look at them as a whole, are they SEC caliber? I think we're going to find out pretty quickly. But that, to me, is the biggest question mark right now on the defensive side of the ball. You've talked to a lot of people. I'm going to see these guys up close and personal. What are you hearing about the defensive backs? I agree with you. The defensive line, the linebacker core is in pretty good shape. Uh, a lot of new faces in the secondary. You know, Major Burns is, is all healthy now and expected to start at one of the safety positions. And, look, I'm going to start with this. I've heard a lot of good things about the defensive coordinator, Tom House. And he brings this NFL experience there with the Kansas City Chiefs. And he brings that to the table. And they, these guys know that he's been there, done that in the league. They all think they're going to play in the league. And some will, some won't. But uh, I think I've heard a lot that he is really – working this secondary because he knows that's of the three levels of defense the line linebacker secondary on paper LSU that that's the, the spot that's number three of those three at this point that can change but that's where it is and you know these guys are very very good athletes and with a good defensive line who can affect the quarterback and put pressure on the quarterback that'll always help the secondary Tell you what they haven't really had to worry about when you start talking about punter and kicker for a while now, but there's a changeover now. Um, what are you What are you hearing about the race for both punter and kicker? 
Well, it, it, there's a couple of guys battling it out. You know, they've had some really good punters and place kickers and deep snappers in the last bunch of years, and that's going to kind of be all new along with a lot of the members of the roster are new and the whole brand-new coaching staff, that, that whole bit. And, hey, those guys are going to have to answer the call when their name is called and, you know, punt the football where you're supposed right. to punt it, knock it out in the coffin corner, and then when you kick a field goal or an extra point, get it between the posts. I'm hearing Dybert and Bram, Dybert as as the kicker and Bramblett as the punter. Is that what you're hearing? Yeah, Bramblett's pretty much got the punter thing wrapped up, and of course he punted mm-hmm. at Notre Dame, and you know there, there's some familiarity there. And he's a very good kicker, athlete, good athlete, and the place kicker. I'm hearing the same thing you're hearing there. You know, but they got three or four more kickers, not all on scholarship. They got kickers right. that work on that stuff every day, and if one guy can't get it between the posts, they're going to put somebody else out there. Tommy, I'm saying eight and four, nine and three would be incredible. Um, I'm, again, I think that a lot of people that, that are watching this feel, again, from what I've, I've had on this program, feel that's about right. What, what are your thoughts on the season? I'm thinking eight and four. Ronnie Rance and I talked about that this morning on Sports Shorts Daily, and he and I were both in, in uh, the feeling that eight and four is about where you think they're going to be when you look at the schedule, especially if they beat Florida State, okay, which I think they will. Uh, but eight and four, and then, you know, two things. One, you're always going to have that game that gets away from you, and you lost it, and you maybe shouldn't. But then hopefully you counter that by having that game where you, you pull one out or you get a couple breaks at the end, and you maybe win one when you didn't play your best. Well, if they can do the second part of that and not lose one, then they could get to nine wins. But I, I think if anything north of eight is a bonus for Brian Kelly in his first year at LSU. And that would be a plus. I don't, you know, these people. I don't like, you know, these people that say twelve and zero every year, no matter what. That, that's <laughs> not. That's foolish. But yeah. they, you know, still, I've seen some people thinking that you know they're going to win nine or ten games, and I'm like, hey, stay in your lane there, bro. And here's the other thing: all the national people, they aren't buying into Brian Kelly and LSU. They're not ranked in the coaches' poll. Not ranked in the in the um, USA Today poll. And the USA today ranked 1 through 130, all the D1 schools. LSU's 43rd, by the way, Florida State 47. So mm-hmm. nobody's bought in yet. They, they understand Brian Kelly's resume. They understand right. the tremendous amount of talent at LSU. You know, but they're a far cry from when they won a national title a short couple of years ago uh, with everything from the roster to the coaching staff. I mean, the whole nine yards has changed, and the national people haven't bought into it as of yet. Now, it'll be up for the to the LSU team and those players to earn that and get those guys to buy in because of what they do on the field and, and hang some W's on the board. Or, you know, if they can come out the gate 4-0 when they're heading to Auburn, they, they'll be ranked by that time. Yeah, I agree. Tommy, thanks so much for the time, my friend. One more time, let the folks know how they can follow you on social media so they can keep up with everything that Tommy Chrysan is involved in. Uh, let us know how we can do that. Tommy Christan, K-R-Y-S-A-N, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Talking Sports with TK is the oldest dude on TikTok. If you follow me there and connect me there, and I'm happy to connect with you, you'll always know what I got going on, when, where, how you can watch, how you can listen, the whole bit. And don't forget, meatandpotatoesusa.com, our sports consultant's site that's going to help you win money betting on college football and the NFL. Beautiful. Thanks, Tommy. Appreciate the time. We'll be talking soon, my friend. Thank you, Eric. Tommy Chrysan, again, long time, again, radio, TV, 
uh, host, and of course, uh, Holy Cross grads, Southern uh, Southeastern grad as well, grad as well, and of course, a good friend of mine, and of course, colleague as well. All right, let's jump into it. Uh, don't forget, uh, coming up next is going to be Sean Vazan of Fox 8 Sports. That's going to be going by the celebrity chef Scott Craig in hour number two. It is, today's program is brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in the City, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue, and Bienvenue on Hickory. And don't forget about my good friends over at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, Generator Sales and Service. Are you, are you, do you have your generator? I was talking to Jason Burkhart today, and one, one of the things he was letting me know is that uh, there are generators available right now uh, at their compound uh, in Mandeville. They have them ready to go to be able to install in your home or your business. So, you know, if you're, if you're going to the other guy and he's saying, I got about a five, six, seven uh, week wait, you don't have to wait. Uh, all you got to do is call my friends at Burkhart. Uh, Jason will sit down with you, find out what you're looking for in terms of generator to power up your home or business when the electricity goes out. Uh, once you come to an agreement, they'll put you on the counter for a single-day install. Uh, remember, Burkhardt does everything for you, the whole process, planning, permits, inspections. You don't have to show up for anything. They meet the inspectors. They take care of everything from A to Z for you. All you got to do is, again, come out and figure out whether you're going to finance over time. You're going to pay the money up front. And, and then from there, they take, it, they take care of everything for you. Uh, the new install quality check after one month. They'll come out after a month after that's in, that uh, generator is installed. Make sure you know how to operate it. And then, of course, 24-7, 365 emergency service. And that goes for any generator in the metropolitan area. You don't have to have bought that from Burkhart. Uh, they got you covered. All the parts you need in their warehouse in uh, Mandeville. If you're looking for a generator, now's the time. It's Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating, Generator Sales and Service. They're the experts. acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Sean Vazana, Fox State Sports, is next. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't move. Inside New Orleans, if it's New Orleans sports, culture, food. Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about it. Weekdays at 4 on 106.1 Nash Icon and available online anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Dell Technologies. Dell Technologies provides growing businesses with tools to do incredible things because we believe there's an innovator in all of us. For advice on smart PCs powered by Intel vPro that's built for business, call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL. Look out for delays if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City connection with delays stretching from Stump Boulevard to the Camp Street exit. Also, in the meantime, delays are solid on 10 eastbound from just past Elysian Fields to the high rise. Look out for delays on the 610 on the westbound side right at Canal Boulevard. Also, 10 westbound, your delays are solid right at Clearview. And in the meantime, look out for accidents, Earhart Boulevard at Pine, and also Ferret at Audubon Place. And school zones are in effect. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. 
Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans Best Burgers, Poor Boys Muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Welcome back. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Today's program brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue, Bienvenue on Hickory. All are open right now to go in and grab a fantastic meal. Hey, don't forget about a cocktail or two. Especially, again, remember William Grant, a big part of, again, what Scott's doing. Uh, the, well, again, one of the few places you can find the premium spirits of William Grant in the well. That's right. So when you're, you know, you're getting a well brand for your cocktail, it's William Grant. Are you kidding me? Again, William Grant, uh, Independent Family Stills, proud sponsor of our Monday and Friday show. And, of course, a big part of what Scott does uh, with his spirits over at uh, his restaurants as well. Katie's Restaurant, Francesca by Katie's, Bienvenue on Hickory, are all open right now for you. All right, uh, thanks to Tommy Christian for joining us on the program. Uh, Sean Vazan of Fox 8 Sports joins us each and every week at this time. Sean, how are you, bud? Doing all right. How are you? Doing great, Sean. Here we go. Just about just about that time of the year, my friend. Next week, Tulane starts, LSU starts. Saints have got to get a 16-day break after uh, the Charger game before they start on September the 11th. And, man, you might not have a day off until, I don't know, maybe next June. <laughs> well, yeah, look, it's uh, it's um, that time of year, uh, August, and it's one of those transition months where you go from, like, kind of that, that summer uh, break and you know, September, everything really gets going, and that August is kind of that transition month. And I was talking to some of the uh, just the kind of media guys out there today. Uh, we'd all kind of hit that that training camp practice wall, where it's just only yeah. so much of practice you can really see before you can really. I mean, there's only there's only so many answers you can get. I mean, for That's a team right. just watching practice against each other uh, for I guess it was 20 practices and I guess not two mm-hmm. preseason games. So um, here we go. We're getting close, and uh, it should be a fun ride. The question this week is how many, how much of the starters do you think we'll see on Friday night against the, the Chargers? And there was a 16-day break in between, right? Uh, but the question is, is Dennis Allen willing to chance putting his starters out there uh, in a game that means nothing, even just to be able to get a few reps? And, 
you know, that's that, that's kind of what everybody's dealing with now in the new NFL, the way the collective bargaining agreement has kind of made it almost touch football uh, in the in the preseason. Yeah, uh, and, and I really think it's a case-by-case basis. I really do. I, I don't know if it's going to be a blanket. I'm playing my starters Friday. I, I tend to believe it's going to be more of uh, who's available, who could genuinely benefit from the reps, who do I need to see, who do I not need to see, um, who could probably use some uh, just some more snaps on the field, um, and who is, you know, uh, and, and where is the you know risk-reward and certain starters playing. So, yeah, he's not tipping his hand. I know that. Um, I know our own Jeff Duncan uh, had, had tweeted out that he had heard that they were going to uh, play more starters this week, which which makes sense uh, to some degree. Again, it really just depends on, you know, what players you're talking about. And, you know, if, for instance, a guy like Michael Thomas who's dealing with a hamstring strain, I just don't, I don't see the benefit of that, especially since he's had a really good camp so far. I just don't see the point of risking it. Alvin Kamara looks fantastic. I don't see the point of risking it. But there are other players. Mm-hmm that you can make a case that, you know, could, could use some football reps as they get closer and closer to the regular season. Is Jameis one of those guys? I mean, coming off the foot injury, coming off again, the ankle, uh, the, uh, the, the knee surgery, um, is he a guy that you think needs to get in for at least a series or two? I mean, you know, it, 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 there's a balance there, right? I mean, when, when you're looking at today's football with getting live game reps for a possible injury. Absolutely. And, you know, if you ask him, he would say absolutely wants to. Um, no surprise there, but uh, no hesitation when he was asked about that today. Uh, it's funny, you know, we talked to the, to the other former quarterback out there, Bob Yeager, he said, oh, no, I would definitely want to play to get – he hadn't been tackled in so long. And that there is some merit there. I mean, he has not been tackled since Halloween of last year. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, there is, there is something to be said about that. Um, but he did already have a minor injury in camp coming off of a major injury from last year. Uh, so does that, you know, what's the balance there? Uh, you know, the way they've been kind of ramping him up, it almost feels like this is gonna, the finish line is going to be Friday and they're going to get one last, because they kind of been, he's been doing incrementally more each day. So does that mean he gets in uh, Friday in the preseason game? I, I don't know. Um, I know he wants to play, but Dennis Allen certainly has to, uh, has to balance that out. But, We'll see. I, I can see the benefits of getting out there in, in a game like situation. He hasn't done it in forever. But who's who's available? What, what offensive linemen are available? And what receivers are available? So I think that plays into it as well. Yeah, especially the offensive line. You know, I mean, you're not going to try. You're not going to trot Hurst out there if he's not ready to go because you want him healthy. Uh, so I'm with you. Um, you know. Um, uh, let me ask this: toughest position on this roster since you've seen every single practice to cut. Well, there's been some young receivers that have made some plays that I just don't know if there's a spot for, which to me is just, uh, the, the movement of Kirk Merritt from receiver to running back is a telltale sign to me that they want him on this roster. They're just trying to find a spot for him. He looks, he looks very natural at the running back position and has true breakaway speed. So that's one. You talk about that running back room, although I do think it's sort of starting to, to sort itself out a little bit. Uh, that would be another one. Um, you know, that you could there may be a toss up for the last tight end spot. And then of course linebacker is just such an unsettled group right now. Mm-hmm. Um if Werner is not available in week one, I don't even know who starts. And that that right. is probably the only unknown starter at this at this point. But you go into a season and you say, Wow, well who could it be? Is it Eric Wilson? Uh is it Bostic? Is it uh Nephi Sewell who's really come on the last couple weeks yes, uh, couple yes. practices? So I, I think that those will be a couple that I would look at as far as tough decisions and Maybe uh, some some just uh, tough circumstances in terms of personnel. 
I want, I want to touch on two things. You made a comment on the Black and Gold Review the other day, which I thought was, again, was, was right on target about Deshaun Dixon. Uh, because, and, and, and if you would, tell the audience what you said, uh, because I, I, I concur 100%. If this were last year, he's on the roster. Okay? If this were last year, he is on the roster and probably playing a lot, given mm-hmm. how the, the wide receiver room yeah. took out last year. But this year, you know, you add those three, Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry, Chris Olave, who have all had good camps. Uh, Deontay Hardy is very steady, exactly what he can do. And then you got kind of, as Dennis Allen put it, kind of the, you know, the dirty work, rugged veterans and guys like Marquez Calloway and Traquan Smith. I just, I don't know that he had, I'd love to see him on this roster. I just don't know that he's done enough to bump any of those guys. And the, and you know exactly what each one of those guys can do. And there is going to be a little bit of a learning curve with Dixon. Uh, I just think he's tailor-made for the practice squad this year, if they can get him through. I think he comes back to the practice squad. He's perfect uh, for a developmental-type receiver who, at some point, can work his way onto the active roster. I, I, everything you just said, I agree 100%. Now, the only thing I'm as scary is, again, a team that may be a, a little bit light at wide receiver that's maybe seen a little film on him uh, because he's got the NFL body. Uh, again, he catches everything, so that again they might take a uh, take a take a shot at him, and he ends up on an active roster. Hopefully, that doesn't happen. Uh, the other the other thing I wanted to ask you about is, look, it's been a revolving door at linebacker, right? Is this a position where maybe they're looking to maybe make a trade at uh, at the trading de- at the um, uh, at the at the final cutdown if they can't find someone ultimately again that is a quality veteran that another team has let go? Well, I guess, A, it depends on the uh, the long-term health outlook of Pete Werner, which uh, I know he's been visible at practice the last couple of days, but hasn't done anything. Um, just a little more off to the side. I haven't done any on-field work, obviously. Um, so that would certainly uh, be the biggest factor in terms of determining if there's a trade. Now, um, it would be a modest trade in that regard. But also think of this. I mean, uh, that last week after cut-down day uh, would be the Tuesday after the preseason finale. Um, there are going to be some veterans right. that could be available, maybe sure. as an upgrade over what you currently had that could fill the spot for a week or two. Um, I, I, I do know this. this is, they've now tried uh, – okay, I'll name the names. Obviously, you have Werner, Eric Wilson, uh, Nephi Sewell, Caden mm-hmm. Ellis, um, and I guess, I don't know if Boston has gotten first-team reps yet, but all those players have gotten first-team reps. I mean, it just goes to show you they're trying a lot mm-hmm. of these guys to see what could hopefully uh, work if uh, they have to turn to one of these guys during the regular season. You see, I'd like to see Bostic this week get some first-team reps. He's a 10-year veteran. He really fell off the off the uh, off the, the the face of the earth last year in terms of his play. But the year before, the year two years before that, 100 100 um, tackle years for him. Uh, I'd like to be able to see again what he can do against the ones. And then the big question is again, what, what's going to happen with with Zach Bond? Is he going to make this team now? Eric, right, it's a great question. I named all those names. Did you hear me say Zach Bond? Nope. No, sir. Did not say. Did, did not get any first team reps, and that's disappointing. Year three with an open spot not even getting first-team reps in practice right now. Uh, and we're talking about guys that have joined mid-training camp are already getting them. So that's disappointing, and that's why I left them off my last roster projection. I, I couldn't um, – I, I can't talk myself into it anymore. Um, you know, I, he's, I don't know if he's just ever going to make that transition to that off-the-ball stack linebacker. He was an undersized pass rusher at Wisconsin. That's who he is. So mm-hmm. uh, the transition just has not happened. So we'll see. Um, and, and, you know, I mean, Chase Hansen was getting first-team reps uh, against Houston, Abbott's had a great game. Now he's been banged up again. Uh, sure. And that was a guy that they brought in late and who has had all kinds of injuries. 
So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, Zach Bond to me, an opportunity is there, and it, it, it just hasn't, it, the light bulb just hasn't come on for him. And I, Sean, you know, we've talked about this, and I'll tell you, I, I think he's going to end up with a team that utilizes, again, a linebacker as a pass rusher. And I think he's going to be an effective NFL player. I just don't think the Saints, the Saints brought him in and tried to make him into something that he wasn't, and it just hasn't worked out. Yeah, I mean, he's a 3-4 edge jack linebacker or whatever you call it. They got different right. names for him. But he's an undersized he's an undersized outside linebacker, pass rushing outside linebacker. There's plenty of those guys in the NFL, uh, 6'3", 240-ish type player. But things like him long uh, up, up front rushing the passer. And he's not 6'7", 260 like some of those guys. So, um, that's yeah, I, I, I agree. And, you know, they, they thought he could make the transition. Um, it hasn't happened yet. Maybe he turned some heads this week. Uh, this weekend against the Chargers, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, Sean, when you look at Trevor Penning now, from day one to, again, the break of camp, which which was today, uh, talk about his maturation process. Gotten better. Um, gotten better with uh, just the overall pass-blocking aspect of the operation. Uh, we know he's a guy that wants to move people off the line of scrimmage and, and, and really bury him into the ground when he's run blocking. But obviously that's only half the job. you got to be able to pass block. I asked Dennis Allen about that in, at the, the Sunday practice in the Superdome, if, um, you know, how he graded out from the Green Bay game. Because I thought there was very tangible, a very noticeable improvement from that first game against Houston to the second game against Green Bay. He said he graded out pretty well. Uh, still heavily favors the run blocking, although I think he's getting better uh, technique-wise when it comes to the uh, pass blocking. going to always struggle a little bit with that speed rush, in particular the two times he got beat against Green Bay, really wide technique by the defensive end. It really it gave him a little bit of trouble because that, you know, that angle sometimes it can be a little tricky. Um, got to get a little bit better with that, with his first step back and the pass rushing technique. But I do think there's some, market, you know, some marketable improvement. And, you know, depending on what happens with James Harris, I still think it's pointing in his direction starting week one um i think he's at least shown enough growth where if you got to plug him in you can at least somewhat trust him uh at that left tackle position you know how i feel i I always thought the tackle eligible position was the best position for him to start his career at some point we know how injuries are in the nfl he's going to play look saints got to play 13 straight games without a bye there's going to be some attrition there in that lineup just in injuries because you're not getting any type of rest in the middle of the season so we'll see how that kind of plays out I, I did want to ask you uh, about a couple players, and, and, mm-hmm. and the first one is is Nick Vanette. What are your thoughts? He's a guy who's got a very specific role. Uh, he's a blocking tight end. Um, he's never going to be a uh, electric pass catching tight end. He's a blocking tight end, um, and if the, the young kid Lucas Cole um, can make some strides, I can see that being a vulnerable veteran. But he's a guy that you know exactly what you're getting. You know exactly what he can and can't do. Uh, and sometimes clarity uh, in the, uh, what the player can do is actually helpful. So we'll see. But I don't know if that's going to be a great thing, but uh, nonetheless, he's one that you know exactly what he can do.
Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie. Southern Tire, family owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1 800 216 9922. That's 1 800 216 9922. Or go to SelectQuote.com. That's 1 800 216 9922. Select Quote. We shop, you save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Toxic drinking water at Camp Lejeune. If you or someone you know were stationed at or around Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987, you were likely exposed to toxic drinking water. If you were diagnosed with cancer or another serious condition, you may be entitled to significant compensation. Serving those who have served us. That's the Dudley DeBosier difference. 444-4444. Steve DeBosier, New Orleans. LA 22 
Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Sorry about the technical difficulty. Got Sean Vazan for just a couple more minutes on the program. Sean, I'll about Justin Evans when we, when we, uh, we lost our connection. Uh, is he a guy you think is going to make the roster? I think he's got a, got a legitimate shot. He's a guy that's contributed a little bit on special teams, gives you some versatility, can play the strong, can play the nickel, and can play the free safety positions. I think it's honestly out of him or Daniel Sorensen. Uh, for that last safety spot on the team, so he's a guy. Who's, obviously, he's got a, he's had a, some adversity in his career uh, with some injuries, but he is a former what second round pick. So he's a guy that's got you know you know the team has likely had high grades on when he came out, and I think he's had a pretty good camp. Um, so I think he's got a legitimate shot at making the roster. Final question for you, Sean. As, as camp wraps up, talk about uh, uh, camp number one for Dennis Allen. I got about a minute and a half. I thought it was pretty good. I mean, I thought, you know, for the most part, it was um, a pretty clean camp, uh, all things considered. And when I say that, I didn't see a lot of practices where things drag. Uh, the pacing was pretty good. Uh, they were pretty productive in their drills. Uh, seemed like a pretty self-motivated group. When he had to kind of kind of take charge, he did. Today was a perfect example when there was a fight. Uh, another a little dust-up today. First one they've had in a couple weeks, and he stepped in and basically said, you know, shut up and play football. Any questions? And everybody got back to work. Um, I think overall the operation's been pretty smooth. You know, from a media standpoint, he's been pretty accessible. Um, I don't want to say he's been crazy open, but at least he's telling us the body part when someone is injured. Um, so that's a little different from the last guy. Uh, so overall, I think it's gone pretty smooth. With that said, I thank you so much for your time each and every week. Tell us about all the great programming over at Fox 8. Uh, of course, your award-winning blog, which should be an award-winning podcast. And our folks can follow you on social media. Yep, at Sean Vazan, Fox 8 on Twitter. Um, the Final Play app, my blog is up, and my that's rather review blog, uh, the Overtime Podcast, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, and then this week, Friday, we've got a pregame show with Juan, Germán, and myself from uh, 630 to 7. The game is on Fox 8, and we wrap it all up with the Final Play Sunday night at 1030 as well. Thanks so much for your time, bud. We'll be talking next week, and uh, as always, we appreciate it. All right, thanks, man. You got it. That's Sean Vazana Sports. All right. Uh, don't forget again about my friends over at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. If your AC breaks down, it doesn't matter what type of uh, system you have. Burkhardt is authorized to service it. Uh, Nate certified technicians don't only do the work that's necessary. They'll be out there in a jiffy, too, with 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. Uh, Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, truly a company you can trust. That's acpromise.com. ACPromise.com. Today's program is brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants. Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City. Uh, get out there and enjoy, again, a great meal. Remember, Mama Mary's Meatloaf today on the on the menu tonight. Bradley Del Pivido Surf and Turf. Uh, of course, uh, you've got um, uh, also Katie's, uh, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue. Uh, and uh, making sure that you get over there and enjoy that St. Louis-style deli with a New Orleans flair. And, of course, uh, if you're in the Harahan area or you're looking for a great meal, think about, again, Bienvenue on Hickory, uh, 467 Hickory Avenue, uh, open six days a week for you. Great Louisiana seafood, a fantastic menu uh, as well. And, of course, great cocktails uh, across the board with William Grant products. Uh, it is, again, the Katie's Family of Restaurants, uh, our proud sponsor of our Wednesday show. All right, uh, don't forget Doug Mouton joins me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports tomorrow. And, of course, coming up next on the program, it's going to be celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie's. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Uh, we'll be right back after these messages. Stay tuned.
Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Studios. And Eric Asher, I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview.
Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Again, um, sorry for the technical difficulties. 106.1 FM Nash icon on your radio dial. iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms. NashFM106.1.com and EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. And, of course, our social media platforms. At Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook. Inside New Orleans show on Instagram. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchors are home based on your favorite podcasting platform. And of course, don't forget tomorrow, Doug Mouton joins me on the award winning Inside New Orleans Sports every Thursday at 1 p.m. with our live broadcast on WLAE TV. Also, live streaming on the WLAE TV YouTube page. And uh, of course, 6 p.m. at dawn, LAE is our first rebroadcast on Thursday night. 10 o'clock on the Deuce, that's WLAE TV 2, Friday night, 9 o'clock. Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLAE. 2 a.m. on the Deuce every Saturday morning, every Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. And um, as always, um, uh, you can check us out at ericasher.com on the WLATV YouTube page and all of our social media platforms as well. So, again, uh, check out the award-winning Inside the Wall Sports every Thursday. This week it is um, Doug Mouton of uh, Channel 4 Sports. All right, um, I want to thank uh, our guest in the first hour, Tommy Chrysan of Talking Sports with TK. Also, um, uh, Sean Vazana, Fox 8 Sports, with us each and every week on the program. Sorry, Chef Scott Craig is coming up in just a few moments uh, from Katie's as we uh, talk uh, sports and hospitality on a Wednesday uh, with Scotty. And, of course, we invite you to go on down and enjoy a great meal at one of his fantastic restaurants. Of course, the mothership, the one, the one that started all, the world-famous Katie's Restaurant in Mid City. Uh, get in there and enjoy a fantastic meal at, at the number one neighborhood restaurant, uh, number one rated neighborhood restaurant in New Orleans, by Gambit, New Orleans Magazine. You've seen Scott on Food Network's Donna's Driving the Dives. Uh, he's going to be back on another show very, very soon. Uh, we just can't disclose all that yet. And, of course, uh, anytime the local media is looking for a restaurant tour to kind of discuss what's happening in the hospitality industry, they turn to Scott Craig as well. Uh, but go on in and enjoy a great meal at one of his restaurants, including, again, Katie's, where you're getting New Orleans Creole cuisine, uh, always fresh Louisiana seafood, award-winning pizzas from a Brooklyn Stone-style pizza oven, uh, New Orleans' most underrated hamburger, a muffle lot of it is just out of sight, and, of course, daily specials for lunch and dinner uh, over at Katie's. Uh, again, uh, lunch uh, today is, uh, and, of course, on the special board probably is still um, Mama Mary's meatloaf, uh, and, of course, that is a staple on a Wednesday. And, of course, tonight is Beverlydale Peabody's Surf and Turf, uh, just a fantastic uh, menu for you each and every day. Something for everyone on that menu, including, again, their world-famous, award-winning Sunday brunch. Uh, we had a lot of Sunday brunch uh, opportunities in this town, but you haven't had Sunday brunch, so you've been over to Katie's for Sunday brunch. Remember, you can rent out the second floor of Katie's for your next event, or you can have Scott come out and Katie the next event, scot at katiesinmidcity.com. To call for reservations at the restaurant is 504 488-6582. And, of course, katiesinmidcity.com is the website. Owls operation menu. Everything's all there on the website. Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue. Have you tried it? Look, you're missing out if you haven't. First of all, St. Louis-style deli with a New Orleans flair. Uh, fantastic sandwiches and recipes. Some of those come from Scott's mother-in-law that, that are part of the restaurant uh, menu. But also, again, always great New Orleans sandwiches for you. Uh, get in there and, and uh, what has been described as New Orleans' best burger. Uh, again, award-winning pizza. 
Uh, great daily specials for you and something that I tell you about each and every week, the family meals. Uh, I know. We had a family on the go, and the, you know, the one thing you don't want to do is, is feed the kids, the kids fast food out of, out of, you know, uh, because you're, you're, you're in a hurry. Uh, this way, you have, uh, again, a, a, a great nutritious meal for them. And you don't even have the, the, the portions are so big you'll even have leftovers. Hey, would you like to have your next event at Francesca? You can do that as well. They'll rent the restaurant out to you. They'll also cater your next event. FrancescaDeli.com is how you can find out more. 504-266-2511 is the phone number. That's Francesca by Katie. It's on Harrison Avenue, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. And have you checked out the avenue yet? Always fresh Louisiana seafood. Great daily specials for you. All you know all the favorites. Contemporary uh, Creole cuisine, great southern dishes, and a menu that can be found at BienvenueHarahan.com. Uh, you'll find something on that menu you'll enjoy. A lot of your Louisiana favorites as well. Again, 504-305-4792. But you can also cater your next event. You can also, again, rent out the entire restaurant for your next um, event as well. Hey, you enjoy sports and enjoy also uh, catching a great meal. Uh, TVs, uh, again, surround um, uh, our friends over at Bienvenue. You go and check out the games there while you're catching a great meal. Of course, it's uh, Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan, all part of the Katie's family of restaurants. Get out there and enjoy a great meal and a cocktail or two with a William Grant product and one of the Katie's family of restaurants. All right. Um, uh, without further ado, let me bring on Scott Craig, celebrity chef. Uh, on the program, of course, the owner, proprietor, and head chef at Katie's, Francesca by Katie's, and also Bienvenue on Hickory. Scotty, how are you today? I'm great, my brother. How are you? I'm, I'm doing fantastic, Scotty. Got a little technical difficulty, but, you know, it is what it is. The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away, so we just deal with it. Yep. Um, I wanted to first ask you again, um, as we do, as we start on, on, on a Wednesday, how are things going with the restaurant? What are you hearing from your fellow restaurateurs uh, about uh, business now as we get down to the end of August? Well, as we've spoken before, um, we're doing okay. Um, I will say that um, downtown is taking a beating pretty badly. Um, it's just, you know, I, 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 there's a million reasons, a plethora of reasons, but I mean, downtown, the French Quarter, Canal Street, it's just been, it's been difficult for everyone. Um, we're holding our own at Katie's. We're definitely holding our own at Francesca. Bienvenue's doing okay. Um, but, I mean, you know, we're battling through it, man. And, um, and, and I think everything's going to be fine. We've just got to keep a good attitude and, and, and hope for the best. You know, it's, um, it's just been rough been a really rough summer rougher than usual you know yeah and um uh, yeah, I, I wish i had something great to say but i don't you know you it's, tell the it's truth man. i tell the truth about what's going on you know you have to know the, again what realistically is happening in this town right now and look you know i've talked about it a lot when, when you look at um uh when you look at this at, at uh at the new orleans and again what the tourism and what hospitality means to our economy you know, these are the times when the, the locals have to kind of pick it up. Uh, we, we know that, again, there's a lot on, on, on people's plate right now, especially when you start talking about, um, you know, uh, kids going back to school, et cetera. Uh, but, again, if you have the disposable income, you have the opportunity, please go out there and support your local restaurants, your local shops. You know, again, now more than ever, local businesses need you. 
Uh, there's no doubt, Eric. I mean, there's no doubt. More than ever, uh, I would say, um, it's just, it's been a rough summer. And that, and now it's back to school, and I get it. Um, you know, if you're planning on going out, you're going downtown, just Uber. I mean, you know, wherever you're going, you know, just Uber. They'll drop you off right in front of the restaurant. At Katie's, we've got security around the clock. Um, you'll always see a policeman sitting outside with his lights flashing. Um, yeah, you know, it's just, it's an extra expense, but I can tell you that it's safe, you know, and I don't think people have to worry about that. Um, I personally am not going to live my life in fear. Uh, you know, I, I'm careful. I'm, um, you know, you know me, I'm always armed, but I've always been armed, you know, I mean, it's just, it's what it is. I don't want to have to use it, you know, but I mean, first of all. <laughs> and, you know, most people that own their own business one way or the other, you know, they, they, they're not, they're considering it, especially now. But uh, no, I'm with you. I mean, again, I don't think you can, I think you have to, you know, especially for, for us in this town, you, you have to be able to realize that uh, the lifeblood of our economy are the local businesses. And, you know, before you go shop at a, at a chain or you'll eat at a chain, I think you need to take a beat and just start thinking about the local, local, um, Operators of these restaurants and and understand that you know the worst thing that's ever happened is again when you love a restaurant or you love a shop and then you haven't been there in a while and then all of a sudden you hear that close and you're going man I was going to go there last week well don't do that you know the next time again you're thinking about going to that restaurant or that shop go to that restaurant or shop because again that that uh, restaurant tour that shopkeeper that shop owner he's he or she is waiting for you they need their, they need your business yep. Couldn't have said it any better, bro. <laughs> I mean, that's just that's the way it is. Better, so. I mean, you know. It's, Let's just, it's, it's, I've got a couple of questions for you. I was thinking about this the other day, and, and I was going to pose this question to the audience maybe again uh, next week. But um, everybody's anticipating the seasons that, 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 are, that are coming. Again, you know, uh, Saints season, which starts, you know, on, on September the 11th. Next Saturday, Tulane kicks off against uh, uh, UMass. Uh, the following uh, uh, next Sunday, it's it's LSU versus Florida State in the Dome. Uh, the Pels open up on October 19th uh, again against Brooklyn in Brooklyn. They come back to uh, New Orleans on the 23rd of October, and and, and they open up the homestand against against Utah. Um, of all the teams, uh, the local teams out there right now, who are you anticipating the most? Who are you looking more forward to of seeing? Um, uh, as the seasons are approaching, the local teams. <laughs> yes. We're not talking about the Cardinals yet. The, local the teams. Cardinals going to the World Series. <laughs> no, mm. man, I, I'm joking. But uh, I, of course, the Saints. And uh, you know, it, it's the Saints and the Pelicans and LSU. I, you know, I get so excited. Yeah, and Tulane, I get excited right. about all of them. You know, I get excited about UNO basketball. I am a local sports guy. And, you know, if we had a local baseball team, I would be a fan of that baseball team. The Cardinals would be my second favorite team. Mm-hmm. I'm always about local. And, you know, all these people that I know that are fans of, like, the Patriots and this and that, right. I'm like, how can you Dallas. You know, I mean, we've got two great professional franchises that need your support. now. You know, in saying that, I'm still boycotting the NFL until they hire full-time officials. 
mm-hmm. but um, it's uh, you know, I mean, we always want we we want our teams to succeed, and sure. I guess I'm beating around the bush. I mean, yeah, I want the Saints to win another Super Bowl. I'm looking forward to the Saints having a great season. I'm looking forward to them having more than eight wins. I'm looking forward to LSU more than having having more than six and a half wins. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but I'll tell you this: most excited. I think I'm most excited about the Pelicans, really, because we have so much to look forward to, right? And they put together such a fun, interesting franchise, and. You know, with Zion coming back and the potential that this team has, um, I'm just so interested to see how they they turn this thing into a Mm -hmm. a championship team. Um, The Saints have all the players in place, I think. Uh, That defense is second to none. Uh, You know, quarterback, my my biggest concern is Jameis being healthy. Um, I think if he's healthy, the sky's the limit for this team. If he's healthy, he could be comeback player of the year. Um, you know, and if he happens to get hurt, I think Andy Dalton steps in and we don't skip a beat. I mean, maybe a small one because it's going to be a different offense. But, I mean, Alvin Kamara's having the best camp he's ever had. Uh, I'm concerned about Michael Thomas. I understand he's got a hammy now. You know, I mean, I think, you know, coming back from an injury like that, his body's probably not quite ready for it. And mm-hmm. I think he could have an injury plague season. I'm concerned about it. Uh, but if he doesn't and and this team stays healthy, gosh, man, uh, you know, this team can do can, can do a lot. I think they can win this division easily. I think the New England, I'm, I'm sorry, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are way overrated. I agree. Um I am I'm more concerned, honestly, the Panthers. I, I've always been a Baker Mayfield fan. And mm-hmm. if you put that guy on the right team with the right players, he could be great, and the Panthers could be good. Um, Atlanta, I mean, I just happened to watch a little bit of that Monday night game, and mm-hmm. Ritter looked really good, uh, you know, for a rookie. I mean, he throws a nice ball, man. He really does. Um, I think that that division's going to be tougher than people think. I don't think Tampa is necessarily a shoe-in like most people have them in. Right. I think this, it's the Saints division to take right now, but I think the division's going to be tougher than what people are saying it's going to be. Um, you know, I think Carolina's coach is questionable. He's got a different attitude this year, it seems, and, and who knows. But, I, you know, I think that division's up for grabs, and the Saints could easily win it if they don't have a lot of injuries, especially on the right. offensive line. And I know Cesar Ruiz is, has, has not been practicing. Uh, that makes me nervous also. You know, it's just, you know, what's up with Werner? Is he going to be that starter that they wanted him to be? You know, because we all agree that, you know they they should have uh, they should have gotten Alexander as as a you know for the for the money I mean right that's crazy but I mean our secondary probably second to nobody um, the defensive line obviously the best coach defensive line in the league um, you know I, I just think the potential is enormous but you know the potential with the Pelicans is enormous LSU you've got you've got Brian Kelly. 
I mean, what a great coach. And look at the players he's getting. You know, I'm concerned about the quarterback position there. I really thought two months ago, Miles Brennan should be the starting quarterback just because of what we saw last year, the year before last, when he did well. Was it last year that he came out, won the first three games of the year before, year before? Mm-hmm. So um, I just think there's a lot to look forward to with all of these teams. Tulane, I mean, you know, he's done a great job with Tulane. Um, they've gotten a lot of good good players. I mean, they've gotten some transfers that could make a difference. They've got a quarterback that's a senior now, and, and you know, he's got a lot of potential. That could be a really mature team. They've got a running back that's one of the best in the country. They've got a couple of defensive players that, that can make a difference. So, I mean, all four of those teams uh, have potential to really make some noise this year, and and I'm really excited about it. Does that answer your question? Uh, any concerns <laughs> as far as the teams go? Um, that I mean injuries um, going yeah. into the season. I mean, outside, yeah. I mean, just, I mean, overall about the, not just necessarily players, but the program itself. For instance, a lot of people again uh, are in, are anticipating this Tulane season coming off of two wins. Uh, I think a lot of that had to do with again last year. Obviously, they had some injuries at key at key positions, but also they played they they played a schedule that was just out of their league. And and uh, you know the, you could you could look at point to the hurricane and and everything else that went down that really kind of maybe stymied their growth. You know, I'm I'm looking for a big rebound from Tulane this year. But uh, in talking to some of the Tulane fans, they're concerned about this season. Well, I mean, it's, I think it's their offensive line. Uh, the offensive line was has been for the last couple of years hellacious, and it, it this team will go as the offensive line goes. Um, you need to open holes for. I mean, this running back is as good as anybody. And this quarterback would be a great quarterback, but he's got to have time to throw. I think, you know, Tulane's got a lot of potential, but the offensive line's got to show up. You know, that's my biggest concern for them. Uh, Secondary as well for me. Well, Um, secondary's always been bad. I think they they have a very good linebacking core. I think the the line has added some players that, again, maybe they – uh, they'll be able to compete. Look, they've lost some really good players over the last couple of years on that defensive line. Guys that are playing in the NFL, the guys that will be playing in the NFL. In the NFL. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see again, you know, how how they they play. I think offensively they're going to be fine. Pratt, they've upgraded the, the the wide receiver position. I think they're very very deep at running back. The big question for them is again is offensive line on on on, on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, right. But um, and then of course always kicker. When it, when it comes to Tulane, they seem to be able to struggle with, again, the kicking game. Yeah. Um, you know, the secondary that you mentioned at Tulane, I mean, that cost Jackie Curtis's job. You know, Jack Curtis is a friend of mine. He was the defensive coordinator there, and the secondary was so poor that year, they couldn't stop anybody. And, um, you know, we just have to see. They've got some young players there that are going to have to play ball. Um, you talk about special teams i mean lsu lsu you know for the past several years i mean they had a kicker and a punter both of them were nails right you know and they have no idea what they have now they they've got one of the the top kickers in the country coming in out of high school but from what i've under from what i understand he's not doing that well in camp 
you know, that's that's going to be a big deal for these teams that are going to be in a lot of close games that are going to have to rely on the kicking game. One place we don't have to worry about that is the New Orleans Saints. I mean, that 59-yarder. No. And the coach's decision in that game yep. to, to make sure that he, that he stopped the clock and kicked with the wind was Sean Payton-esque. And I don't mean to insult D.A., but that's something Sean Payton would have done. And, you know, you listen to D.A. in his interviews. Gosh, it sounds just like Sean Payton. <laughs> a kind of a gentler Sean Payton. <laughs> but, he, but he's not. He's, he's, uh, I think he's got much higher character than Sean Payton ever dreamed of having. And, uh, you know, I, I think we're in really good hands with the coaching staff with the Saints because they're very high character people. And, well, uh, you know, let me say this, Scott. I, I think last year's Miami game went a long way. In, um, and that was the game, I think, where Sean was out too, right, with, with the COVID. Everybody was out uh, with COVID. They were all out. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if you remember, it was a collective effort by everyone on the staff. Uh, Rizzi, the special teams coach, was also the assistant head coach uh, for, for that game. Ryan Nielsen, Chris Richard, uh, helping out again with um, uh, the game planning on the defensive side of the ball because uh, uh, D.A. had to take on more of a role as a head coach. Uh, Pete Carmichael taking on more of the, the role, again, of, of the play caller and, and, and also, again, setting up the offense for that week. So there was a little bit of a dry run for them during that yeah. Miami game that we're seeing right now that's come to fruition with, with, with Peyton out. And, you know, even D.A. said that. I remember after the press conference after that game where he turned around and, the, and everybody was, 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 was talking about, no, no, it wasn't the exact game. It was the game that he won against Tampa. That's what it was. It was the game right. that he won against Tampa, okay? Right. And everybody was throwing the accolades at him about the win against Tampa. And, and, and he said, look, it's not me, me. You know, he talked about Darren Rizzi and, again, his contribution to that game. He talked about uh, Nielsen and Richard. He talked about Carmichael, you know, across the board uh, when Peyton was out with COVID. And, of course, they ended up winning that. Winning that they shut Tampa out on that game. And, and I think collectively they came together. And I think it's a precursor to what we're seeing now. You know, again, the FDA made the timeout and the win was there. But you got to believe Darren Rizzi's in his ear. Uh, again, oh, yeah. he's one of the best special team coaches out there. You know, you're telling him the same exact situation. Hey, we're here. We think we can do it. We think you can knock down the 59-yarder, et cetera. Um, you know, he's throwing bouquets at Ryan Nielsen and Richard throughout the entire preseason on how they, how they have um, set up this defense, set up the defensive scheme and the game plan for game day. And, you know, Carmichael, look, this is not his first rodeo. He's been doing this a long time. He just hasn't gotten the credit. So, I mean, I think you look back at that Tampa game, and you look at the situation there, and you say to yourself, you know, you hope that, again, that this is a carryover, but I think it's been a carryover during this preseason because they've had you know, that, that time together before. I've always told you in the past that I've spent some time with the defensive staff, and they were such, such a, a close-knit group of guys. And I think this is DA's leadership. DA gives credit where credit is due. And let me tell you something. Had this coaching staff been with the Saints in 2012 in Sean Payton's suspension year, I don't think they would have skipped a beat. That team fell apart because Sean Payton was out that year with all the talent they had. Yep. And I think if this coaching staff would have been in place back then, that team could have gone a long way, possibly won the Super Bowl that year. Yeah. Because you know we had the talent. 
Uh-huh. I'm surprised at you. Look, I mean, you know, you were listening to me back then. You know, I didn't think they'd miss a beat. I fought with the veteran leadership they had there because, again, they were they were just a few years removed from the Super Bowl. The, the, for the most part, that Super Bowl team was pretty much still intact. The coaches were, were the same, okay, during that Super Bowl era, with the exception, again, Joe Vitt having, having to serve his suspension. I didn't think that this team would miss a beat, but they missed that voice of Peyton in that locker room. You know, Peyton's yeah. not there anymore. Uh, these guys have moved on, I'm sure. Um, the, the question is, when things get tough and you have to make the tough decisions, you know, again, how is this team going to react to DA? Uh, uh, is there going to be a trust factor there? Uh, is there gonna, when, when there are mistakes that are made, and we used to see the, 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 uh, the wrath of Peyton, uh, will there be that fear factor there? Because he seems like more of a player's coach. And then the last thing is, you know, again, the discipline and, and, and of course, making sure that you – one of the things that the Saints pride themselves on, especially during the, the Breeze era, not killing themselves with penalties and turnovers, the self-inflicted wounds that will, that will get you beat. Um, is this going to be a disciplined team uh, throughout the season without that wrath of Peyton on the sidelines? And to me, again – we can say we believe it's going to, that it's not going to be a difference, but I don't think we know until they get into these pressure situations. I have a really good feeling that it's going to be fine. Did you see Ryan Nielsen go off on street after that penalty? Oh, yeah. Did you see him go off on him? I mean, that tells you right there that they've got the respect of the coach. Actually, it was Malcolm Roach. Respect to the play. Oh, well, Malcolm Roach. Sorry. Yeah, it was Malcolm Roach. Yeah, it was yeah. Roach. But did you see him go off on that? Oh, yeah. I I got to be honest. I've known Ryan for a long time. And that, to me, was something I don't think I've ever seen out of him before. Because he's always been like a D-line player's coach. He wasn't in that regard. Man, he let him know that he let him know that that was not going to be not going to be tolerated. And it ended up costing him the game in the long run. You know, but yeah, look, what did DA say in the press conference? You can't have that. And look, Malcolm Roach came back and he played a great game. Okay. After, after that tongue lash, yep. he played a great game. You saw him in, in the second quarter into the third, even uh, the fourth quarter before, again, all the backups took over affecting the game from the middle. Uh, so obviously he was motivated by what happened. Well, uh, I, you know, that just tells me right there that the coaches have control of this team. And, and I'm not concerned about that in the least. Celebrity Chef Scott at Craig is with us. Of course, his, his restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in City. Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue, Bienvenue and Hickory, our title sponsors here on this Wednesday. And when we come back, we'll ask Scott about some of the specials he's got at the restaurant tonight. Your phone call is also welcome, 504-260-1061. Uh, Eric Asher with you until 6. Don't forget about my friends over at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie, family-owned and operated by the Piazza family since 1972. Folks, you're looking at the one, a one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. The largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. Uh, you're talking about wheels and tires at the 30 inches. And, look, you don't even have to go into Southern Tire to choose those tires. Go online at southerntire.com. You can choose your tires there, order them there. They'll have them ready for you at Southern Tire when you drive in to go have those tires put on the vehicle. You can also finance those tires over time if necessary. Don't forget also – ASC certified technicians, same diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership, and, of course, the Piazza family standing behind all their work. So if you're looking for a place where you can trust to bring your vehicle after it's out of warranty, maybe you're in charge of a fleet account 
and you need to make sure those vehicles stay on the road. Think about my friends over at Southern Tire. Hickory and Airline in Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Or go to southerntire.com. Check out all the services they provide for their customers, including that diagnostic page, which can help you troubleshoot what's going wrong with your vehicle. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972. No way you stay in the automotive business in this town since 1972 unless you take care of your customers. The Piazza family will take care of you. That is Southern Tire Hickory Airline in Metairie. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgaters Show is a Saturday morning tradition on 1061 Nash Icon. Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgaters Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Indeed.com. Fall into autumn hiring with Indeed. Their all-in-one solution makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates. Sponsor a job and immediately get a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com credit. Look out for delays that are heavy if you're traveling on the eastbound side along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City connection with delays solid from Terry Parkway to the Camp Street exit. Also look out for delays 10 eastbound from just past Elysian Fields to the high rise and look out for accidents Morrison at Newcastle and also Chapatulas at Race and school zones are in effect. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. 
Oceanic Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceanic Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceanic Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. New Orleans, Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Celebrity Chef Scott Craig is our guest. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If you're in the market for a new air conditioning system, have Burkhardt come out and give you a price. Uh, you know, if you're smart, you're getting multiple prices anyway, right? Uh, let the Burkhardt crew, Burkhardt crew come in, sit down with you, do a consultation. Uh, they'll find out what you're looking for in terms of an air conditioning system. They'll make their uh, recommendations as well. They'll do a, again a thorough um, uh, look at your at your uh, at your home or your business uh, to make sure that again you got the right uh, system to be able to cool your um, home in the uh, summer and heat your home in the winter. Uh, they are authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry, and the service after the sale is impeccable. Fifteen trucks in the field, thirty minute courtesy call before they come to your home, and of course, Nate certified technicians only doing the work that's necessary. They have a crew or crews that all they do is install residential, commercial, and industrial air conditioning systems, and they treat your home like their home. Uh, they understand the inconvenience of, again, having a new air conditioning system uh, put into your home or business, and they make it very, very easy to do. Uh, looking for a company you can trust? It's Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by the Katie Samuel Restaurants. Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue, and Bienvenue on Hickory. All are open now. All are ready for you to head on out. Enjoy a great meal or a cocktail or two. And celebrity chef Scott Craig is with us. And Scotty, what you got going at the restaurants that folks can look forward to today and through the weekend? Well, we've got a lot of specials. Um, tonight we have Redfish Nola, which is our beautiful fresh redfish, served over veggies with jumbo lump crab, jumbo shrimp. I've always loved that oxymoron, jumbo shrimp. With mm. herb butter, we also have beautiful fresh-made seafood ravioli with a seafood cream and with with a little bit of marinara over fried eggplant ears. We have beautiful jumbo soft-shell crabs with a seafood cream over penne pasta. We have fresh trout fried with jambalaya and a little bit of cream sauce. Um, we've also got our famous Bradley Dale Pivato Surf and Turf Night. You get you get uh, a quarter rack of ribs, cushion delay, fried catfish with potato salad and slaw, and we mm. have corn and crab bisque. This weekend we will have beautiful soft shell crabs. We'll have the seafood ravioli again. We're doing braised short ribs, and I don't know, man. We got a lot going on. Yeah. So, um, what about the family meals over Francesca? Um, well, I mean, you know, we do spaghetti and meatballs. What, what do you have? Meal. We do mama's spaghetti and meatballs. Mm -hmm. We do we do the uh, the uh, you know like today is the meatloaf with mashed potatoes and peas. Mm -hmm. One of my favorites. Yep. Um, tomorrow we it seems like Thursday we've been doing the ribs. The baby right. back ribs are just like Katie's. They're really high-end baby back ribs. We smoke them. 
and grill them. And we put our blackberry jalapeno sauce on that. World that famous blackberry jalapeno sauce. You know? Oh, yeah. I mean, we're going to be bottling that soon, too. Um, it comes with mac and cheese and a veggie. We're doing that tomorrow. And then Friday, we basically do seafood all day. Um, we do, you know, I, I think what's the best seafood gumbo in the city. And it's not my recipe. It, it's uh, Chef Knuckles Scott Lindsay. Mm-hmm. My uh, my sous chef there makes this incredible seafood gumbo. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and we've got our award-winning uh, chicken andouille gumbo at Katie's. And, man, I saw some today, and it, it could not have looked any better. It's this dark, rich roux with tons mm-hmm. of chicken and andouille and a little bit of cushondelay in it. And, and I'm telling you, our gumbos are second to none. Um, so we're doing that. Yeah, I, I, we we also do a chicken parmesan on Thursday. That's another thing. Getting who, who doesn't love chicken parm? Oh, it's really good too. It's a gigantic chicken breast parmesan cheese. I mean, with uh, whole milk mozzarella over uh, pasta with our red gravy with mom's red gravy mm-hmm. from St. Louis. So, yeah, man. I mean, it's uh, we're having a lot of fun with the food. Um, when you're a little bit slower, you have time to fool with it. Believe me. Yep. <laughs> be a little more creative. No, there's no doubt. But hopefully yeah, people get out yeah. there again. Look, even if it's just a to-go order, folks, if you can't go into a restaurant, you're on the go, get a to-go order, okay? Uh, the one thing about all, all Scott's restaurants are uh, they got a crew that gets just dealing with your to-go order, okay? So you're not sitting around waiting. Somebody's attentive to you. Uh, you walk into the door after you made that order. Somebody at the usually it's the hostess at the uh, the front of the restaurant will uh, you know ask you what you know and and of course boom they're they're off and trying to get it to you as quickly as possible so again if you can't sit in the restaurant bring it home and uh, let the family enjoy one of the uh, great dishes from the Katie's family of, of restaurants so, so uh, uh, LSU starting up against Florida State uh, next uh, Sunday Greg uh, Kelly has not named a starter yet but from every everything we've been able to hear is it's a pretty tight race most people think that Daniels is going to get the nod to start. But if you heard Kelly yesterday, he even mentioned that he doesn't have a two-quarterback system, but both guys will play. Well, before we get into that, I just got a uh, a text from the man who introduced me to Bradley Dale Pivato and one of my very best friends in the world, Coach Mark Schlesinger, told me, in, in other words, quit sucking up to Pivato. So to you, Mark. Hey, man, you got Oyster Schlesinger on oh, the menu. He's got, he's got, he's got, got a dish named nice. after. What's he worried about? I'm still right. working on mine. <laughs> I had one, and then it just disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> well, Come on, Coach Schlesinger's oysters have been all over the Food Network and everything else, even yeah, featured on Diners, Drivings, and Dives. I had a friend of mine that went to and that had the char grilled oysters uh, a few weeks ago. And I asked him, because, again, he, he loves Katie's chocolate oysters. Did you try the Schlesinger? No, I never really tried it. I said, dude, you got to try the Schlesinger. Went there and tried the Schlesinger. And, and I don't know if he's going to go back to the original now. He, he loves right. them that They're much. good. Okay. And that's I mean, a great no, story all... about how Mark and I came up with that, with that recipe. You know, but we like to argue about it. We'll save that for another day. Going go. to the Tigers, man, um, I, I think um, – Daniels is definitely going to get the nod. I mean, that's been obvious to me for a while. Um, but in saying that, I think 30% of the snaps are going to go to Nussmeyer. So um, you think they'll I, have somewhat of a two-quarterback system? You see, I think he's going to play him out. 
until I don't think it'll be like remember it was back in the day three uh, who was it I'm trying to get a coach back then uh, three uh, three series for the starter and then uh, and then you'd have uh, you'd have the running quarterback come in and he talking about LSU yeah talking about LSU that was in the eighties was doing that, that was Tommy then. Hodgson and Gidry yeah Gidry right exactly he after yeah. Gidry did that um, but uh, uh, I'm interested to see if if, if they if they if they do that. Um, I do think well, that both guys are going to play because, first of all, I just think it's a very physical league. And Daniels is when, – when you see Daniels uh, in, in, in a uniform, you look at him and say, my God, he needs to gain 20 pounds. So I just don't know if he's going to be able man. to hold up. But he can run. Yes, he can. And, uh, and once he gets player. in the open field, he, he's greased lightning. And oh, yes. uh, I think both of these quarterbacks sort of have the same skill set. But mm-hmm. Daniels is a better runner because he's, you know, he's so fast. Uh, they're both mobile quarterbacks. But, I mean, I think Daniels is going to get the start. You know, Like I said, I was hoping Miles Brennan would get it months ago mm-hmm. just because, you know, to me he was a proven player too, Eric. I mean, the yeah, guy looks, you know, he was the first player in LSU history to throw for like three 300-yard games in, in a row. Yeah. And, I mean, the only thing that, that – Stopped LSU in those games was the defense. Mm-hmm. It was so, it was so bad. And no. you know, true. I was really disappointed to see Miles Brennan go. And I mean, well, you know, we, we look at it from Bucks. Kelly's standpoint, though. Do you go with again the guy that's a six-year senior, and then you have two guys on the bench that are young players uh, that are looking for playing time? And oh, by the way, you got a guy that you had that you asked to transfer in. Now, I don't know if I'm buying into the NIL stuff that's been floating around, but there was a handshake agreement. I don't think Kelly would do that. You don't do that coming into a a new coaching regime where you're promising some guy if he transfers, he's going to be the starter. You got to earn that on the field. But, um, I mean, Daniels has got the experience, and I think that's probably what sets it apart from him and Nussmeyer right now. Uh, Yeah. There's, there's no doubt about that. Uh, the fact that he's played for three years, right? You know, and he's got 30 games under his belt makes all of the difference in the world. And in saying that, I think you know Nussmeyer's also got some experience from last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had a little bit, well, but uh, and, and did not look good in doing that. But consider who he was was playing for. But uh, I, I think that. He'll definitely see some playing time, but Daniels is going to get the nod against Florida State, mm-hmm. and um, I think LSU is going to going to handle Florida State easily. I think once they get in the game mode, and Brian Kelly and his staff are coaching this team, I think everything's going to fall in place as soon as they mm-hmm. just get a get a few snaps playing with one another. I think it's all going to fall in place, and LSU should roll over Florida State. I think by a couple of touchdowns. That's just Talk my thoughts, the, and that's the, not the running back position because you know I, I know you're close to John Emery's family. He's out for two games. I think it's a little bit overkill, to be honest oh, with it's you. A joke. He goes back it's to a last joke. year. From what I understand, it's, he's doing everything he needs to do academically to be eligible, and he's doing everything on the football side. I think it's a little bit overkill. Eric, I know he's appealing the suspension. Hopefully, he'll be able to get on the field. But you got Noah Kane coming off an injury, and Armani Goodwin are, are the next two. How do you feel about the running back position? We got about. I think it's a joke the the that they're 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 suspending this kid for another two games. He's got a 2.5 GPA. He's done everything he's supposed to do. Right. And the NCAA, being the idiots that they are, as usual, 
are going to come in and take a nationally televised game away from John Emery. This is his make-or-break season and to see if he can go play in the NFL. And from all reports, he's been doing so well in camp. He's been killing it in camp. And then all of a sudden, the last two weeks, he hadn't been able to practice because they've got to, they've got to get these other kids practiced on. And, I, I mean, I just think it's unbelievable that he's going to miss the Florida State game on national TV, the only game on TV that night, for the whole country to see. And, I mean, that just hurts the kid. I mean, why are they – Why are they? they're, nickel, they're, uh, they're just kind of nickel and dime in this situation. And, and, I mean, it's only hurting John Emery. And, and he, like you said, he's, he's, he's grown up. He's doing what's been asked yeah. of him. Why, why the overkill? He lost an entire season. Why are you taking exactly. away the first two games of this year? And he's a great kid, Eric. He really is. He's a great kid that's done everything that's been asked of him. I, I blame part of what happened last year on LSU, on the coaching staff, for not taking care of their players and making sure that this kid had the, you know, the classes he needed to take. He needed to take the pass. Mm-hmm. And, and now that the NCAA is enforcing this this year, too, uh, it's just it's ridiculous. Yeah, but as no, far as the money it, it is concerned, it's, it I guess they'll be okay. I mean, they've got an inexperienced offensive line. They've got some inexperienced players on the offensive line. And, you know, that's going to be crucial mm-hmm. for the running game. And yep. hopefully if, that, if the offensive line comes together and Florida State is typical Florida State, the running game will be fine. And that's another reason to start Daniels because he can also run. I you know, so I mean, they're going to need to break. They're going to need to break some some uh, options. You know, I, I, I'm just I'm so disappointed with everything with John Emery. It's just it's just, wrong. I'm you looking know? forward to because he's the he's the game breaking back. Yeah, and and and, 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 and you know they're, they're taking that out the arsenal now. Yeah, and I can look again. If the, if the kid wasn't doing what he needed to do, that's one thing. But he's done everything that's been asked of him. And, and to me, uh, there, there comes a time when, as the NCAA, you've got to step back. And this is one of those times. Scotty, I've got yeah. a minute left. It's all yours. Anything you want to say to the audience? Yes, I'm also looking forward to UNO basketball season. That's coming Absolutely. up. Uh, Mark's going to have a great team this year. Really good team for Please, everyone, remember that we have a flagship university in this state, in this city, the University of New Orleans. Go buy some cheap tickets and go out to the arena, Lakefront Arena, and watch the UNO Privateers play basketball. They need the support, you know. And and, and it's it's exciting. It's it's an exciting brand of basketball. They're a well coached team, and uh, just think about UNO when you're looking for something to do on, on a you know a, a weeknight when there's not a whole lot going on. Go out and watch the Privateers, man. They even made the Saturday games earlier now. Mm-hmm. They start at like four o'clock, so that you know you don't have to you don't have to go out on Saturday night. You can still right. go to dinner or do whatever, but go out and watch the privateers. You know during the week or on a Saturday night. And I'm telling you, it's it's, it's an exciting brand of basketball, and you know I go to every game. So yep, no doubt, no doubt. And, and I'll be honest with you, before when they were night games, I had trouble getting away on Saturday. Mm-hmm. But now that they made them at four o'clock, it's easy to go, and then I just go to work afterwards. There you go. Right. So, well, as always, man, certainly appreciate it all, and uh, we'll get together next week, my friend. Thanks, bro. Love you, man. 
Hey, love you too, bro. Scott Craig, Celebrity Chef. Again, Katie's Restaurant in the City, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue, Bienvenue on Hickory. Don't forget, AC breaks down. Think Burkhardt. Burkhardt will be there quickly. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call. And, of course, after-hour service as well. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ash with Celebrity Chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second-floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Mead Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeadInsAgency.com. If you're in the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles, and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike, did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud, no, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man, you know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. Then why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton. For punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker's always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10. Better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans Best Burgers, Poor Boys Muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at FrancescaDeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Suburban Roofing and Siding, 861 Roof, locally owned and operated, fully licensed insured, has been re-roofing South Louisiana for over a decade. Suburban Roofing is one of only 6% of roofing contractors nationwide, certified by shingle manufacturers. My good friend Marty Scoggins is honest and reliable and stands behind all of Suburban Roofing's quality workmanship. Suburban Roofing skilled crews are experts in all types of roofs. Trust a Louisiana company with local referrals, not a storm chaser with your re-roofing needs. Don't sign that contract till you call Suburban Roofing and Siding at 861 Roof. That's 861 76 Get ready for Luke Bryan. Live. Raised Up Right Tour. Saturday, August 27th. Smoothie King Center. Luke Bryan. With special guests. Riley Green. Mitchell Tenpenny. And DJ Rock. Tickets are on sale now. Get tickets at Ticketmaster.com. Don't miss Luke Bryan, Raised Up Right Tour.
Spud here, and you know the first place I go when my family needs to see a doctor's rapid urgent care. I mean, you're in and out of there in 40 minutes, give or take. You spend that much time in an ER just waiting to get triaged. From a broken ankle to a bee sting to a COVID test, Rapid Urgent Care's got you covered with clinics all over Southeast Louisiana. You don't need an appointment. Just walk right in with your ID and your insurance card. Or you can sign up for their health care partnership. Rapid Urgent Care also has a telemed center. Waiting for your call might save you a trip. Go to rapidurgentcare.com to find out more and to find the clinic nearest you. Thanks so much for tuning in. I want to thank our guests, Tommy Christan, Sean Vazans, Levy Chef Scott Craig, our title sponsor on a Thursday, I mean on a Wednesday, uh, Katie's Restaurant in the City, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue, Bienvenue on Hickory. All the sponsors sponsor our program. Go to ericasher.com for a slice of the sponsor sponsor our show. Uh, thanks for listening to the show, and thanks for supporting our sponsor as well. Also, coming up next is Ken Trahan. Uh, he'll be live at the Treasure Rest Casino. Uh, and, of course, tonight his guest, is Tyrone Hughes, former Saint. I'm Eric Asher. Thanks to Rudy back at studio. See you tomorrow straight up four o'clock. From the dog catch to the government. They include the mayor. They all gotta go. Broadcasting from the Dudley Debocher Studio.